Hey friends, welcome to Financial Fixer. I'm your host, Amanda Delaney. This podcast is for women who are sick and tired of being sick and tired. This is the place where we get real and talk about our money even when it's hard. I help women step out in courage, take control of their money, and build the confidence to take the ultimate journey to financial independence. In this show, I share my best nuggets from the framework I used to get my own shit together and clean up my money mess. These systems and strategies are the same when I work with my one-to-one clients and community members. We practice daily practical and actionable habits that may seem tiny but have mighty results. So if you're ready to get excited about your money and turn your confusion into clarity and maybe even get a little triggered into getting your ass in gear, listen up because you and your future matters. my goodness, you're here. That means that you were brave and you didn't scroll past this episode named Ditch the Diapers. You knew that I was going to be talking about filthy messes in this episode and you still decided to listen. So that is freaking awesome. Kudos to you for that. And I really appreciate you for coming back and spending some time with me on this journey. So Welcome, welcome to episode two of The Financial Fixer. I'm going to start off with a quote. It's easy to talk big, but the important thing is whether or not you clean up the shit. A famous Japanese writer named Haruki Murakami wrote that. That is from the book and movie Norwegian Wood. Something a client shared with me once um, This isn't verbatim because I don't have it recorded, but it went a little something like this. After a few weeks of working with me and having a bunch of breakthroughs and watching herself and feeling the transformation and the relief that she was going through um, getting her finances together, she, she said, I keep my appearance and fitness up because I care how people see me from the outside. But then I think about how ashamed I'd be if someone saw how I treat my money. It's like a dirty little secret. And that really stuck with me because I remember for me and in my past, that was that was the same. I mean, I, you know, I had nice purses and shoes and my, my daughters were dressed beautifully and I had my home decorated and I had from the outside just this beautiful appearance, a white picket fence look. And on the inside, I was a mess. My bank account was a disaster and it was hiding all of my secrets um, of the, maybe the way that I felt about myself and was treating my money and, um, you know, acting like I deserved things that I wasn't really working for. And that's, you know, coming from me and my perspective and my experience. So, and this is different for everybody, but who to thunk? Let's move on to the reason why I named this Ditch the Diapers and Clean That Shit Up. Who would have thunk that my potty training experience with my toddler would inspire this topic? So the last four days, well, five days now, I have been home with my husband and my toddler uh, just on a hardcore training path for him to get rid of the diapers. So we're following a training book by Jamie Glowacki called Oh Crap Potty Training. I I gotta love that, um, that title. That's awesome. So there's a section in there called the inner 
F-U-C-K it. I haven't decided yet whether I'm going to use the F word um, in this podcast because I have maybe my grandma listening and a couple family members. I haven't decided yet. I, I feel that that word is sometimes used in the, in the right context. And in this case, it is. Um, but I won't say the F word. I will just use the word screw because that's a little bit lighter on the ears. So I'll just say the inner screw it attitude. And it, I really... I really thought a lot about this when I was reading the book and it you know it just it just resonated with me about training and learning in the first place when we're learning something new sometimes we get frustrated or we miss a step something happened in the process of the learning and we became rebellious and decided we couldn't do it or just got this case of the screw-its you know this isn't for me and maybe quit and took another path right so she talks about how somewhere in the process something went wrong but we didn't catch it because it was too subtle But the child had a gap in understanding. This can spawn an attitude of not caring and avoidance. So as you can imagine, and some of you are moms and some of you aren't, um, but you've all heard stories, you know, maybe horror stories about potty training and how a child, um, some, some of them get it and some of them don't. And, you know, we're all different learners and we have to have certain ways of processing information sometimes differently than than the rest. So, you know, it it can happen where a child can decide, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. This isn't working for me or they're feeling this sense of, um, you know, pain and and shame around the the process because they they missed they missed something that they needed to to know about the process to get them to the next level. So when we feel defeated or like we keep screwing something up for the sake of saving face, we we pretend like we don't really care. You know, I mean, who's ever done that before, right? If you've gotten into some kind of group program or some kind of new uh, learning process or even started a class at school and, you know, it just wasn't wasn't resonating or you just you just kept screwing up or or failing tests and then you start to talk to yourself through it like well this is just you know I'm just not good at this so you know your your attitude becomes a a screw it attitude I'm just gonna you know I I, I don't belong here you know or that this isn't for me And, you know, of course, we all know that that's not the attitude to have, but we all do it. We're all human in that way. So, you know, especially when we're trying to look good in front of people or, you know, we kind of have that we kind of put on that front, you know, to make people believe that, you know, we're not stupid, that this just isn't something that works and we don't believe in it. Right. So think about that punk or bully in high school, for instance, you know, the one that really just you know, screwed up all the time or bullied other kids or, you know, just wasn't doing well in school, skipping class, you know, who knows. But, you know, think about that kid that, you know, they had an inner screw it feeling and they at some point missed something. They missed something in their learning process and suddenly it became somewhat of a a learning disability potentially right and they were maybe disabled or handicapped you know uh, from being able to complete the process of the learning so they then took on a different um, you know face 
and said, this, you know, I, I don't belong here. And this isn't going to work for me. So, and as I started digging into the book further, I started to get really pissed as well. You know, I, I, I realized how much these diaper companies are, you know, like, like for instance, the, 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 the case of the inner, the inner f- <laughs> screw it kid, right? It's more convenient for them to not continue to learn or to not continue to do that thing that is just not working for them. So, so they, they are not wanting to move further because it's just more convenient to stay where they are. And as I was reading this book, I realized, wow, these diaper companies are really pushing for us to be fearful of being inconvenienced. Uh, you know, like it's it says in the book, and it's true that, you know, back in the day, many years ago, there was a time where potty training took place a hell of a lot earlier and, you know, 18 to, to 24 months. And it was just normal for a child to learn how to potty train faster. And now these kids are, are potty training a lot later, you know, three and four years. And this is not, you know, me picking on any parent and, and having any type of judgment in any way. But I started to see that these companies that are making trillions of dollars on these products are wanting us to stay in diapers longer. That's the only thing that makes sense. It really hit me that we've been we, me and my husband, have been in fear of being inconvenienced. I, I even said it to him out loud as I was reading the book. I'm like, are, are we, uh, seriously, did we fall for this? Because our son was more than ready. And, and let me just tell you, by the way, let me, let me just tell you how the potty training is going. He's basically trained. It took us a couple days and he's, he's killing it. And it was it was all us. We just decided that okay, he'll he'll do it naturally. No, any any time you're training or learning something new, it is a training process. It's something you've never done before, so it's going to take some effort and some commitment to actually learn the the new process that you've never done before. So of course, our child has been getting used to. I wouldn't say comfortable, but hey, they get comfortable in diapers and sitting in their shit. Can you believe that? You know, have you really thought about that? It's something I never really thought about. I mean, yes, fear of inconvenience held us back from starting the process. And that's what these diaper companies really, really want from us. And, you know, they create a convenience, quote unquote, and capitalize on our need for that convenience. You know, and and what about staying in debt. Let's just go there. You know, these these credit card companies and these student loan lenders and servicers, they want us to stay in debt. They capitalize on our length of time with staying with them, of us being serviced by them. They're they're capitalizing. And I'll go into capitalized interest another day when I talk about student loans, but this is a serious, serious issue. And, you know, it goes so much deeper than just filthy, shitty diapers. You know what I mean? Sorry, I'm going to go into a little bit more shit here. You know, can you imagine feeling comfortable with sitting in shit? Just sitting in shit like regular, this is an everyday thing. No, I think not. 
But what if you've been sitting in it all your life and you knew nothing different and everyone around you was totally cool with smelling your stench every time they came within, you know, 10 feet of you? What what if? Right. I mean, I know that sounds totally crazy and, and out there, but is it really? It's it's not just about who paid attention in class. It's about the commitment to paying attention to the process. Am I right? So our unwillingness to be inconvenienced basically kept our son in diapers for six more months, if not longer. Okay, fine. I will get back to the money stuff, my friends. Something else that I thought about when I was just really thinking about and and I got and I went back to thinking about my client that told me about her dirty little secret and about me, how my finances and my disaster of my money mess was my dirty little secret for so long. And I thought about the bank account versus the budget. So the bank account was my diaper. You know, the bank account is the dirty diaper that we keep changing. For instance, we, we money goes in and we're fine for a little while and it's clean for a bit and then suddenly money drains out and then we're potentially at a negative or just break even all the time and we have to change the diaper, so to speak. You know, every time that, you know, we revolve more more money in and out, we're just we're just changing that diaper and we're we're cleaning it up, but we're not growing that bank account and keeping it clean for a long period of time. And I'm not saying this is all of you. I don't I don't know who's listening, but there's gotta be something here in this podcast that you're resonating with, right? Something. The past you the uh, one of your kids or your family members this is this is a very common thing so i know somebody listening is feeling me here okay and the budget let's talk about the budget the budget is like clean underwear you know it's 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 just keeping us accountable to doing what we told it to that's all that the budget is it's not a bank account it's not a dirty diaper it's the clean plan. I guess I'll end this podcast here shortly. Be- but before we go, ask yourself a question. Are you still on diaper duty? Are you still hiding behind a mess? The first step to cleaning this shit up is talking about it. Talking about it with people that are well abreast in the information and and know what to do with the people. Talk to people that are doing the right things with their money, that are growing their finances. Have the conversation. Get involved in community. There's help out there. If you're still on diaper duty, it's time to clean that shit up. I will leave you with something I wrote in my notes So shit happens, but we can clean it up. There was a time when my bank account was like a dirty diaper. It was really good at hiding my shitty mess. Now I have a budget that's like clean underwear. It's a barrier between me and the world, but it won't stand for my shit. If I make a mess, it'll expose me without hesitation. Why? Because I told it to. 
I give the budget power to protect me and hold me accountable to the rules I put in place. I tell it to give me permission to spend based on my plan for my life. This way, everybody is happy and smells good too. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I hope that you stick with me after this podcast. <laughs> but if not, I get it. Hey, I, I, can't, I can't resonate with everyone. But if you love it, share it with your friends. Keep listening. Keep showing up. Because I know I will. Take care and have a great day. And if you celebrate Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. And if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, there's something to celebrate because you woke up today and today is a new day. There is always something to celebrate. Thank you, friends. I love you all. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you loved it, send it to a girlfriend or send it to five or 10. That would mean the world to me. You can also find me on Instagram at Financial Fixer and feel free to tag me there too. So until next time, my friend, show your future self some love and spend with the end in mind.